Welcome to Yours, Mine, and Ours. I'm your host, Gabrielle Cardona, and today we're going to have a whole lot of fun because what I started to explain about a month ago about women and what we are and what we have and what we do and how great it is, I was pretty general. And today we're getting into some very, very specific details. So let me just let everyone who's listening know that if you want to make a a comment or a question, we might not be opening up the lines today depending on how I get through the information, but you're always welcome to post a question or a comment on the shout box. So let me just go ahead and start with that. It's at bbsradio.com slash yours, mine, and ours. So if we have kind of a summary of what this is about. What I've done for the last 15 years is I've coached people. Now that started out as a life coach. I wanted to help people really succeed in their lives. That could be with their work. It could be with their time. Maybe it was money management or just, you know what, relationships. I I noticed A lot of people were coming to me with relationship questions, and sometimes they may have even started out with, I think I need to get a new job, or, hmm, I don't know if I should still be living in Phoenix. (laughs) A lot of times the theme kept wrapping around to, but you know what would really make me truly happy in my life is to have a better relationship with my husband or even my parent or my child, or you know what, the person I'm working with, they're driving me crazy. How do I have less conflict? So I just decided, you know what, that really should be my niche, right? Something that I'm an expert at, conflict resolution and really intimacy, emotional intimacy, how to have more fulfillment in relationships. Well, you know what? Relationships are about three different things. Two different people individually, separately from each other, and then what they create when they come together. That's three different entities within a relationship. And a lot of times, people don't even realize what they're bringing to the relationship will be completely changed when they mix with that other person and create something new. So last week, I was talking about men and what men really want in relationships and how they feel about women and what they're willing to give to women. And this week, it's going to be about women. What do we bring to the table? And what do men love about us? How can we keep men really attracted to us and involved with us? What if, you know, in the beginning, there's a great chemistry, but somehow, gosh, it's like he doesn't love me anymore. Well, yeah, he, he loves me. He just doesn't really want me anymore. He won't talk to me. Why won't he talk to me? Or I think I think he might still want to be with me he's just got something else on the side and he doesn't have the strength to tell me he would rather be with another woman so we're still living together should we stay together because we have kids and well let's get all the way back down to the basics women we have a lot of power we have a lot of power in men's lives and we have an effect on them Let's get right down to the the basics of relationships. Men want to be needed by women. Women need to be wanted by men. When we know that men really do crave us and they, they desire us, they want to be with us as people, that actually means more to us than when they say, 
Oh, of course I love you, honey. Well, you know what? I don't care if you love me. If you don't want to be with me, if you'd rather sit on the couch and watch a sporting event, or if you'd rather go out and be with your friends, I actually don't feel like you love me. So I really do want you to want me. Or how about if you actually tell me what it is that you want about me? Do you like that I'm beautiful? Well, good. You can tell me that I'm beautiful. Well, Okay, maybe you like that I'm smart. Do you like that I'm smart? Or I have a great sense of humor. Remember, you used to laugh at my jokes. You used to like being around me. When a woman knows that what she is is desirable within herself first, that's the key to getting the man back in the hmm, desiring her kind of mood. So starting out with really acknowledging that as a woman, You want the man that you love to want you. And you know what? One of the things that I bring up a lot is that feminism has really undermined women in that in that way, because a lot of times we think that it would make us a stronger woman if we say, well, I don't really need a man and I don't I don't care if a man needs me and I don't care if a man wants me. I don't need him. You know what? Yeah, we do. Okay, let's just all agree that men and women really do want each other. And they really do need each other. We have an amazing power over men because men want us. We are very, very beautiful to look at. We smell amazing to them. We feel phenomenal. We taste really delicious. We have an ability to get men to feel things physically that you know what? We're just not that way. We don't necessarily feel that way about them. For us, it's more emotional. So what about men emotionally? Have you ever met a man who's really in love with a woman? Emotionally enraptured by her. There are guys who do get really in love, right? With a woman, they fall for her very hard. And men are romantics. A lot of times when I was growing up, In a Generation X environment, right, a lot of feminists around me, men were constantly portrayed as they're pigs and they're selfish and they're they're cheaters and they're lazy and they're, well, no, actually they're not. They're pretty cool. They're pretty amazing. And they're very, very loyal to women that they love. And they're very willing to give whatever that woman wants and whatever she needs. So what happens in relationships that if a man really does feel that physical attraction to her and he does have that emotional commitment to her, something has to be going on. Something is going wrong at some point. Well, I've got it. I've got it down to two basic um, summary points here. One is you really do have to be a woman who is worth putting the work into the relationship. A relationship, just because you love somebody, just because you're attracted to them, doesn't happen on its own. It requires a lot of investment of time and energy and strength and sacrifice. First of all, the woman has to be worth all of those things. Ladies, I'm asking you today, are you worth all of the work that you're asking the man to do for you, all of the things you're asking him to be for you, are you worth it in the first place? 
not everyone deserves to be in a relationship. And second, are you willing to deliver when the man does give you what you need? When he is what you want, when he makes that sacrifice for you, because you say, you know what, I've got all these great things to offer you. Well, when he actually does give you what you're asking from him, do you follow through and do you deliver? Are you worth being in a relationship with? I'm going to go down a couple of different points here. I'm going to kind of break it down into very specific things because those are great general concepts. But until you get specific suggestions on how to be better and how to do better, it's all just just empty talk. So let's start with the first one. As a woman, the best thing to be is good for yourself first. You know, it's a great line in a, a Tom Cruise movie. You complete me. no. You need to be complete first. That means you as a woman need to be healthy and strong and happy in yourself. Because when you come into a relationship, when you approach a man and you start a relationship with him, you have to be very high quality. One of the first questions I ask a woman is if he's doing something in the relationship that's completely stupid and completely irritating and he's totally wrong and you're totally right, are you centered and healthy enough inside of yourself to be able to take a step back and say, okay, go ahead and do what you're going to do. I don't feel any need to control you. I don't feel any need to undermine you. I don't have anxiety or anger or frustration or bitterness or aggression inside of me. I am good and healthy and happy inside of myself, separate from you, that I don't feel the need to control you. And when something's going wrong, I can go ahead and let you face the consequences of your actions without being mean or resentful or malicious or manipulative when you do, right? When the man does admit, yeah, okay, that was a bad idea (laughs) and it kind of fell apart. If you're good and strong and healthy as a woman, you're not going to have to be involved in everything he's doing and micromanaging him. So that brings back to the fundamental principle of the key to being with men is negotiating with them in a reward approach, not a punishment one. A lot of what happened just kind of as a a social energy with feminism and the sexual revolution, right, happening in the 60s is women get really upset at men and they get resentful and they're aggressive and hostile and confrontational. The better way to get what you want from a man is reward him for the good. Don't punish him for the bad. Men don't respond well to negative women. In fact, men do love women a lot and they care about women a lot. They respond much better to the pleasurable woman when she's giving him a pleasurable experience that moves him, it motivates him, it stimulates him to do good things and to be good things for her because he knows there's a great return on that investment. They know they're going to get the reward for doing the work. Ladies, stop the mentality of I'm going to be mean to you and I'm going to be angry with you and I'm going to make your life difficult if you make me upset. No. Say, hmm, how can I take this situation where I'm really upset and motivate him 
with all of the wonderful things that I have that he wants, he will always want, and he'll always enjoy, to move him to do and be the good things in our life, in our relationship. Sometimes just in my life as a woman, there are certain things that I want from him. Having that positive approach and that willingness to reward the good behavior, first of all, means that you are in a good mood. And second, it means you're going to be putting him in a really good mood too. And that's going to be the foundation for resolving problems, sometimes avoiding problems even in the first place. Which brings me to the next point. Be in a good mood (laughs) 85% of the day. That's okay. Let's just say if you're awake for 10 hours, right? That's um, 600 minutes. So we'll say you're awake 16 hours a day, 15 hours a day, a thousand minutes. Just let's make this simple math. If you are in a good mood and you are a pleasant person to be around 85% of the day, that's, that's about a thousand hours a day. Well, you know what? How about if you're talking about the other 15%, you know that for every eight or nine hours that you are in a good, happy, genuinely happy mood. The one hour that you are, you know what, not so happy, he'd be able to say, oh my God, what's going on? I want to get you back into that because the majority of what I have of you is very good. It's very pleasant. It's very high quality. That little bit of time that is the exception, not the rule, is going to be motivational enough for me to go, okay, wait a minute, there's something going on here. Let's go ahead and fix the situation, the problem, the issue, whatever it is that's going on that's making you unhappy in order to get you back into happy. If your proportionate time of your day is unhappy just as a person in your life, that's got nothing to do with him. That's the quality of your soul. And again, no one can complete you. If you are a miserable person without him, just in your daily life, you can't blame that on him and you can't make that his responsibility to fix. So take the time to figure out yourself, take an inventory, how often in your daily life, separate from any man, are you actually happy? In a genuinely good mood. One of the things I ask people is, how often do you laugh? Genuinely laugh. And there's different kinds of laughter. Like, okay, I'll give you um, an example of when I'm watching a show and there's a really good joke and I sit and I laugh. I enjoy the joke. (laughs) That's a really good joke, right? And then there's the time when I'm watching someone else play a joke that I know personally, like my brother-in-law. He made my husband so angry the other day by using a a line from a movie that makes my husband crazy. When I saw my favorite brother-in-law making my husband crazy, (laughs) it was so much fun. I'm thinking of the joke right now. Could we add noodles with that? I did. I laughed harder. But then there's times when... (laughs) Things like the kids, they grabbed something and it turned into something weird and they fell over and they fell. And then you belly laugh. How often in life do you chuckle? How often do you giggle? And how often do you laugh out loud? Ladies, get in a good mood and be that way no matter what anyone else around you is doing or being, especially a man. So then... Really, if you're thinking about it and you're going, God, you know what? I'm actually not really happy in my life. 
There are some things, some specific things that I'll give you in the way of suggestions before we go to our first break, how to get yourself in a very high quality state just as a woman before you ever get a man. There are things in life that are challenging. Sometimes staying motivated in life is hard for you. Then you need to set up your life with milestones and rewards. When you have personal goals in your life that motivate you to continue on the track that, you know what, are you feeling discouraged and low energy? Keep those things going on in your life. How about the times when you're lonely? Then have a support system in your life. Create a support system in your life of people that you can look to for the help that you need. How about just negative thoughts, negative thinking? God, the world we live in puts you in a bad mood. I don't know whoever turns on the television to watch the news and goes, oh, and here's some great news. We're just going to tell you all kinds of wonderful things going on in the world. No, you get in the, the line at the store and there's negative people complaining. I literally walked into the grocery store today and I had my little stupid little COVID-19 surgical mask in my hand and I was getting ready to put it on an old lady literally scolded me on my way into the store and said you know you have to wear a mask going in there and I oh my god I wanted to bite her head off that put me in a bad mood okay little things like that you can have affirmations in your life to get yourself back into positive thinking how about if you just lose focus because there's so many different things so many distractions that put you in a bad mood Create a positive checklist to keep yourself on track. And every time you check something off, you'll be in a good mood. How about if you just have really bad energy because the weather's bad, you didn't get enough sleep, or your diet's not the best? Well, give yourself activities for a shot in the arm that will put you back into a high-quality state. It could be something like listening to your favorite song. It could be calling one of your your friends who has uh, a movie, a line from a movie that they tell you. It could be a, a good, healthy snack that you like to eat. It's kind of expensive, but yeah, you know what? I deserve to, to have this kind of good feeling. I'm going to give myself a shot in the arm by having a positive experience of enjoying something in life. And then learning how to manage your negative emotions like fear and anger and anxiety, having those things in your life that you know are going to happen, but you're prepared for them and you know how to effectively deal with them. Those are six things that you as a person, as a woman, can be more healthy and happy and satisfied in your life, making you proactive, putting you in a good mood and keeping you in a good mood throughout the day. That means you are ready to be in a relationship with a man who, even if he is not even the one doing anything, he irritates you, he just irritated you because you're upset about something else, you can go ahead and take care of something else without taking it out on him. It's not his fault and it's not his responsibility that you're in a bad mood. Figure out what you need, give it to yourself, and that might often open up the door for him to say, wow, what can I do to get you back in a good mood? What is it that you genuinely need? Then you can say, well, actually, you know what? I'm having a problem with my daily checklist here. There's some certain things that I'm just getting distracted. Can you help me get back on track? Men would love to support you. Or you could just say, God, I'm really low energy. They say, hey, but you know what? I know that you love to do this. If this would give you energy, let's do it together. That is a great indication that you have a great man. 
And if you are with a great man, that's going to continue to perpetuate good emotions. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and take our first break here. We'll be back in about 60 seconds. And I want to remind all of my listeners that if you have any questions that you'd like to put in the shout box, the website is bbsradio.com slash yours, mine, and ours. We'll be right back. Wouldn't it be great if there was an instruction manual on how to succeed in life? or the formula on how to find someone who's right for you, or the ingredients on how to just be happy with your life. Well, I decided after I'd been coaching for a few years that it was time to just put it all on paper. The things that I was doing with and for my clients that helped them was great. Each session I could see the fulfillment that my clients were experiencing. It became a coaching program. I made it a workbook that came with my service. But coaching one person at a time was pretty slow, and not everyone could afford my hourly rate. So at least giving everyone access to the information was a good idea, right? And I didn't need to be with someone in order to provide them the information, did I? So just one project per chapter, these activities helped people implement what they'd just learned. And I'd had several people suggest that I turn it into an audiobook. Apparently people wanted to listen to the information while they were multitasking, so I did. And now most people just want the mp3 but with the coronavirus taking over the world a lot of people are thinking about changing their life but they don't want a coach so i'm offering my workbook to my listeners as an ebook with the mp3 included for just 29.99 that's an 80 percent discount off the original price what i started selling it for two years ago to clients and colleagues just go to www.infinitylifecoaching.com and get your life coaching workbook for just $29.99 today. Infinity Coaching. The possibilities are infinite. Welcome back to yours, mine, and ours. Okay, so we were talking a bit about how a woman can really be good quality relationship material. Starting out with just being a high-quality, high-value investment for a man can make him more willing to do the work to keep the relationship going. But one of the other things that I like to teach my, my clients, my students, my listeners, is compartmentalize. Now, this is one of the great things about women. We are very, very um, multitasking right? Creatures, we know how to do a lot of different things. We do a lot of different things at the same time. And we're able to accomplish a lot that men just don't because they are so simple. But what that means is it also presents challenges for us. When we're having problems, when we have struggles, there are certain things going on that you know what? Well, how do we separate what's actually the just the topic? What's the issue and what's the problem? You need to know what's even wrong in the first place. Well, if everything's kind of interconnected, it can get confusing. So the inside of a woman involves being able to separate different parts of a complex situation. When you can make sense of exactly what the problem is, you will be able to address it in an effective way. A lot of times, and I even had a, a joke one of my one of my very esteemed colleagues make a joke on LinkedIn about how 
80% of the time, men don't even know what's making a woman upset. Yeah, well, the other 20% of the time, they don't even know she's upset. <laughs> so <laughs> it's very important to be able to say to a man, this is the actual problem, okay? And then a man can say, hmm, okay, so what do I need to do about it? If a woman knows how to compartmentalize what the problem is, she can be very specific about what the problem is. And then she's not undermining his ability to be a proactive or his desire to be a proactive part of the solution. He doesn't get overwhelmed or exasperated or tired when he's overwhelmed by her frustration and negative feelings. And then when she knows specifically what he could do to help, that just gives him the energy to say, great, I'll go ahead and do it for no other reason than because I love you. Ladies, learn how to compartmentalize, figure out what the problem is, and just focus on the source of what's going wrong. And that way, the man will want to be a part of the solution. Okay, now let's get into even more specifically. When you are in a quality, high quality state of mind, when, mind when you're dealing with a problem, you're proactive, you're not reactive, then you'll be able to accept just one basic truth about men. They're very simple creatures. Sometimes they're just dumb, okay? <laughs> we can tell them the same thing over and over and over and over again, but it doesn't mean he's going to get it. So next point, we need to be very patient and very simple with men. We need to repeat things. Ladies, be ready to repeat things, not only for emphasis, but also for reminders, but also clarification, and then speak in a very simple way so they can actually assimilate the concept, understand what we're saying to them, and implement it in a practical and personal way, a pragmatic way in the experience of their life then you know what? They're going to mess up. They're going to screw up repeatedly. Then just say, okay, now I, I can, do I need to explain it in a different way? Ladies, don't get upset. He's not challenging your value as a woman and he's not questioning your success or your intelligence. They just really are simple and you need to say it many, 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 many times. And sometimes in many, 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 many ways. <laughs> okay. And that's okay because again, what we have in our back pocket is the motivation to reward him once he has done that. And he can say not only from his experience, oh, so when I did this and it turned out really well and I got the little bonus of you rewarding me with something I really like, he is going to continue to be motivated. Okay, again, always take a positive approach of I'm going to reward you when you make me happy, not I'm going to punish you when you <clears throat> frustrate me. Okay, I'm trying not to use bad words on my show. <laughs> my husband told me, honey, you got to clean up your mouth. You're right, I do. Okay, so don't use excessive words. And don't use concepts that are complex. Now, brings me to my next point. We are more complex just as creatures. Can we all agree men are very basic? Women are very complex. That doesn't mean we have to be complicated. But what are we made of? Let's, let's just get right down to it. Men are very simple in their bodies. Women's bodies are much more complex. We have an entirely different composition. Men's minds are very simple. 
we got a lot going on upstairs. We have a lot to do in our daily life, so we have a lot more going on in our heads. Men are very simple emotionally. They're either happy or they're they're upset. We have a, a huge range of different kinds of emotions that we feel. They do a lot of things to our mind. Our mind does a lot of things to our body. Our body does a lot of things to our feelings. Our lo- okay, so... We are very high maintenance. If we are going to be high yield, we are also going to be high maintenance. Again, the list that I gave you a few minutes ago, how much do you take care of yourself to keep you high quality that will yield in a high yield, it will produce in a very high yield way in your life, how much do you maintain yourself and How much maybe would the man want to invest his time and energy and attention and effort into keeping you at very high quality to keep you high yield? You can say to him, look, and this is actually something that my husband and kids know about me. I do need to walk at least three to four miles a day. I do need to stretch 30 minutes to an hour every day. I need to relax and take care of myself in those ways. And so they know that when I have gone for my hour-long walk, I'm going to cook better for them when I'm in the kitchen and I'm happy. I am going to sleep better when I stretch the way that I need to before bed. And when I sleep better, I'm going to not get sick because my immune system is more healthy. So What do you want to do for yourself in order to keep yourself high quality, in order to continue to be high yield that, yeah, you know what? You're high maintenance. Ask a man, ask a man in your life, any man. It could be a friend. It could be a family member. It could be the man you're in a relationship with. Say, what would you be willing to do for me? What would you be willing to let me take the time to do for myself if you knew that After taking care of myself in that way, it would put me back in a good mood. It would make me more pleasurable for you to be around. And it would make the quality of what I do higher. They will all say, hey, you just tell me what you need and I will absolutely give it to you. If he doesn't, if he really is the kind of man who says, nothing, you don't deserve that. I don't care how you feel and I don't care what you need. Well, good. Now you know he's a pig. And you need to cut him out of your life. Most men are not that way. They're very, very generous. So if you know that in a domestic lifestyle, a, a domestic um, capacity, what we have to do in order to maintain a home and family, there's a lot of things that need to be done. And it takes a lot of time. That brings me to the next point. Be very specific about requesting the things that you actually need in general, as a person, and then explain very clearly why you need those things. If you can be an effective communicator as a woman with the man about requesting specifically what you need and then explain why you need those things, whatever they are, then he will understand the concept of who you are and he will appreciate you And he will want to help you and support you. And then the times that there aren't any problems to solve, you can get to know each other just in regular situations. But again, men are very simple. 
use small words. <laughs> and one thing that works really well for me is using illustrations. My husband is an ESTP. So whenever I have something to explain to him, if he's not really hearing it, just when I tell him straight off directly, simply, I use an illustration of food. Okay, he can appreciate the, pra the practical principles of what's going on in a food situation. Then he can insert them once he understands them, and I know he understands them, into the context of this situation, in the context of my needs as your wife. Then he can say, okay, yeah, well, that makes sense. Okay, cool, great. Men are very willing to do what makes sense to them, but you have to be very specific and you have to be very thorough in explaining and it definitely has to be worth it for him to take the time not only to listen and understand, but to do the work with you. Now, that brings to the next point. Be very selective about the things that you choose to make important for the man. Okay, men have limits around relationship energy. They really are about doing things outside the home as providers and as protectors. The personal uh, interaction time with their wife is really not more than a few hours a day. Now, sometimes men really do want to be with their wife because they have a relationship where they could work together or they could spend time in the home together, working out of the home if a man has the kind of relationship with his woman that he wants to be with her a lot, then that's great. You don't really have to be selective in prioritizing the things that you do together. But if most people in the world are in a situation they just don't have all day every day to be together, they need to spend the time that they have together prioritizing what truly is important for the man and worth it for the woman what they are both going to work together to say, you know what, certain things, we just got to let them go. These are the things that are more important to us both. And we both agree on what those things are. That way you're working together and you both know at all times what you both need and want and more importantly, are willing to give up and sacrifice for each other because that unifies you even more. Now, this is the one I'm coming up to. I was looking forward to this one. That brings us to communication. Ladies, when you communicate, you again, you be very clear and very simple, but very thorough. So you can always get it on the record that you said that, you covered it, you discussed it. And a lot of the men, when they say, well, you never told me that. You can calmly say, yeah, I did. Remember that day we were talking about this? When you, ladies, when you are very calm and very happy and in a very good mood when you communicate, you can say, this is what we're talking about. Uh, did, did you get that? Why don't, why don't you tell me what you just heard, okay? <laughs> Sometimes you do need a man to say, well, you just said this and what you meant was this. Okay, no, let, let's try this again. No, what I said was, <laughs> and what I meant was, and why I said it was, if you're upset while you're doing that, he's immediately going to shut down and he's going to be resistant to you and he's not going to get it because you cause him stress and anxiety when you're stressed out and anxious. So when you're talking, really, really be very calm and very thorough in what you say. There are always going to be things that are going to upset him and you, but if you know how to maintain while you're communicating, 
then you'll both be fine. You'll walk away from the conversation feeling fulfilled and satisfied and loved by the other. Okay, now this is the really good one. (laughs) The next one, when a man has done something extremely stupid and that you do not agree with it and he has done irreversible damage because he didn't want to take the time to make a good decision and he didn't want to accept your contribution and he didn't agree with, you know what? Let the, um, let it hit the fan. Okay. Let the damage be done. And while you can take a step back and say, you know what? I knew this was going to happen. I knew this is going to be a problem. Let him face the consequences of his own actions without your involvement. And what that means is you need to do a preemptive damage control process, have that going on to prevent excessive damage. But if you know that what he's going to be doing is completely stupid and you said, no, you need to do it this way, take a step back and say, okay, go ahead and do it your way. Do whatever you want. Let's just see what happens. Don't undermine him and don't sabotage him. You have to be able to say, I have very calmly and in a very loving way discussed with you the points, the reasons why I think the way that I do. You have decided to ignore what I said. Okay, great. I know for a fact that there's going to be a problem with what you did. I'm going to let you do this on your own because I don't agree with it. And I'm going to let you face the consequences of your bad decision because this is not my fault. And I am going to be absolutely fine while you're doing that. (laughs) I have really, really good personal confidence and peace inside of myself because I take excellent care of myself. I'm not going to get angry with you and make you pay already what you're paying for with the consequences with my anger and my frustration. All that's going to do is make an already bad situation potentially even worse. Okay. Now, one of the things that I like to give my husband is even if he's not mature enough to own up to his own mistakes, give him the get out of jail free card, right? Of I'm sorry, once removed. Now, Sometimes when a man sees that there is a consequence, right, for what he did, a bad choice that he made, sometimes the consequence is just you genuinely being angry. You can't stop your anger. It really does make you unhappy what he did. But then you know what? He actually doesn't disagree with the decision that he made. He still needs to have that opportunity to say to you, I'm sorry that you're upset with what I did, even though I still think that what I did was right. Ladies, have the strength of character to be able to say, we're going to have to agree to disagree about the the topic, right, that we're discussing, but I still need you to acknowledge that my feelings, totally separate from this topic, are still very bad. A man who loves you and who wants you to be happy and wants to take care of you can say, I know that your feelings are totally separate from the issue that we're talking about. So I care about your feelings enough to say, I'm sorry that you're feeling pain and I'm sorry that you're upset and I would like to do anything to restore your good feelings to you. How we paid that bill or who we took out to dinner has absolutely nothing to do with it. That's a totally separate issue. 
Okay, we're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, we're going to get down to the fundamental elements of the relationships and what we all bring to the relationship when we come together. My name is Gabrielle Cardona. This is yours, mine, and ours. Think you know yourself? Have you ever had your personality profiled? What's your MBTI? The Myers-Briggs Type Indicator is a very popular personality profile system, and it's accepted around the world, used by many accredited and professional companies and institutions. But the problem, what if you're both of the options that you're being offered in the question? Or what if you've changed over the years? Or what if you're just not sure? Does it even really matter? Well, when you want to know the difference between a mental illness and just a strange behavior, then knowing your personality can be very helpful. It will help you to know if you do need a mental health professional or pharmaceutical intervention. When you take a personality profile test, you need to ask yourself, not if you do that activity being described or asked, but the three things about yourself while you're doing it. Number one, is it naturally so easy for you to do it that it's automatic for you? Number two, is it so naturally enjoyable for you to do that you do it for seemingly no reason? And number three, are you so naturally good at it that you don't even need to practice in order to do it well? Those are the indications of your nature, your personality, not your nurture, that have made you good at doing those things. During these challenging times, while a lot of people are considering a career change, I'm offering an 80% discount on my MBTI package. That includes six things. Number one, the MBTI test with over 200 questions. Number two, your four-letter personality description. Number three, an explanation of your disposition. Number four, a detailed breakdown of your functional order. Number five, tips and suggestions on how to be more successful in life based on your true nature. And six, a one-hour coaching session to answer any and all of your personality questions. This package usually costs $500, but for the rest of the year, it's only $99 to my listeners. Take advantage of the opportunity to learn more about your true nature. Just go to www.infinitylifecoaching.com slash services and you'll see the sale going on now. The $99 price will go on through to the end of 2020. Discover your true nature today. Welcome back to yours, mine, and ours. My name is Gabrielle Cardona, and today we're talking about how to be a successful woman in relationships, the keys of not only what to do, but also of what not to do. And I got to tell you, ladies, one of the best things for my marriage ever, 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 the three best words in the English language that my husband humors me, you were right. See, that's our that's our sort of end all be all solution to every single problem whenever my husband and I are fighting and and as I was talking about before the show and I know for a fact that I told him that was going to fail and you know what 
that that exact it happened exactly like I said. You know what? When ladies, when we have our mouth completely shut and we take a step back and we are totally at peace while everything is going completely wrong because of his stupidity, that gives me the leverage of going up to him when it's over and we do have to then do some kind of reparation. We have damage control. We have to fix the problem that he just he just created. The first thing I say to put us both back in a good mood to working together is, baby, what are the three words? What are my three words? Because <laughs> this little, you were right. And then my daughter actually comes and says, and what are the best, the next best three words? I was wrong. No, I don't know. Ladies, maybe we're all different. Some people, some women would like to hear I was wrong more than you were right, but I I get off more on the whole you were right. And then that I was wrong is just sort of an icing on the cake. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> let's get back to a, a, a principle that I feel very passionately about, and that is feminism is very bad for relationships because it makes women confrontational and angry and defensive and aggressive. We're competitive and suspicious of men's intentions. It causes divisions that penetrates all different parts of our life. It affects the way we do work. It affects the way we interact with men in a social way. It affects the way we perceive their behavior. It affects the way we respond to them because it really does make men seem like the enemy, like they're trying to undermine our happiness and our success. So even when they do good quality things for us, we wonder about why they're doing it. And then we want to know what they want. Well, you know what? Let's just get back to they just want to be happy. Yes, there are men out there who are pigs. So this is one of the things that I also say to men who, you know, they're showing kind of interest in me. And I'm thinking, okay, well, you know what? All he really wants to do is get me in bed. Then I pull out the sort of back uh, out of my back pocket. This one tool, I say, hmm, well, this is something that I as a woman, because I know I'm a high quality woman and I deserve the best of the best of the best. Are you the best? I'll tell you whether you'll know if you're the best or not. Would you wait to have sex with me until we were married? Because my husband did. And there's no way I'm leaving him for you, first of all. But but you know what? Let's just say I wasn't married. What if you just met me here at this coffee shop or in this grocery store or at a bar that I was meeting my sister-in-law at? Would you be hitting on me right now if I told you there's no way I'll sleep with you until you marry me? Would you want to still talk to me? Are you interested in a relationship or do you just want sex? Which brings me to the other the other issue that I have with this generation, with this society and this this day and age. The sexual revolution really reduced the value of a woman to society because it meant that a woman will sleep around. It was almost like I'm going to make a, a statement of my liberation and my independence as a woman by sleeping around with all the men that I want. That means that I'm a strong and independent woman. No, it doesn't. It means you're cheap and it means you're easy. If you are high quality, you won't have any problem saying to a man, no, I deserve to have a man wait for me and earn my love and earn that place in my life and deserve to have that activity with me, that experience with me. 
I deserve to have commitment. I want to be with someone who thinks that I am absolutely worth the sacrifice of doing the work and who is, they, they think I'm worth the commitment of nobody else but me. If you know, ladies, that you are absolutely worth it, then you don't have to prove anything and you don't have to feel bad when a man says, no, there's no way I'm doing that. Great. Go ahead. Be on your way. I deserve better than you. And if you can say to yourself before a man even comes into your life, I deserve the best of the best of the best because I know that I am going to be the best of the best of the best for him. I don't have any problem waiting for the right one and I don't have any problem setting the standards very, very high because I know that what I'm asking for, I deserve. And I know that what I will be giving him in the way of a positive energy and a stimulating life and a fulfilling relationship for him, he won't have any problem because if he genuinely loves me, he will wait for me and he will do the work for me and he will make the sacrifice for me. And this is the probably the biggest, most important thing. And it's one of the my favorite lines in a, a great joke, the computer's gender joke. When you are right, you don't need to be a nag and you don't need to be a witch. You don't have to bring up the past. A lot of women, they love to just constantly remind men of when they were wrong, of mistakes that they've made. No, you don't have to. When you're right and you know you are right and you are a happy woman and you are fulfilled and satisfied within yourself, separate from any man, a man's mistakes aren't going to matter. And you, when you forgive, you will forget and you will let go and you will move on because when you smile, it will be genuine happiness. You'll be able to be playful because you're already genuinely happy. So you don't need to make anybody feel bad. And one of the things that I went over in my show last week is men love to pursue They love the chase. They want to have to earn their woman and they have to do the work to get her. You know what? You can be married for 25 years. Actually, this week it's going to be 26 for me and my husband. I can be in the kitchen doing something and he'll come up behind me and he'll start to smell my hair and he'll try to flirt with me and and the resistance of no. No, you can't have me. You can't have me. We play like like animals. And when I flirt with him and when I tell him, no, you have to you have to chase me. You have to do something. You have to seduce me. That makes him more attracted to me and more excited to be with me. Doing things that are fun together. Being able to say, yeah, I'm definitely going to be something that he's going to want forever and ever because we're great for each other. We work well together, but we please each other. We create pleasure in each other's lives. 85% of your day, you are in a good mood and you have great energy and you're fun to be around. That means if there are problems 15% of the day, he will be more than willing to work with you. And this is the bottom line. If you are seriously fulfilled as a woman and complete as a soul, you will be ready to be able to say, you will say, I'm fine without you because I was okay without you before you came into my life. If you're going to abuse me or mistreat me or do something to me to hurt me because you don't think I deserve your love, 
I am absolutely fine walking away from you because I deserve the best. It will actually make him feel more attracted to you if he knows that you just might walk out on him and never look back. That will make him choose. Do I want to chase after her? Do I want to do the work to get her back? And what really is she worth to me? A man, sometimes you don't know what you got till it's gone. Sometimes a man just needs to know you could be gone and you would be fine because you do believe that you're worth it. What you have is amazing to give and you're ready and willing to give it. And you know that whatever you need, you deserve. You don't want a man to feel suffocated by you. The idea of potentially losing you would be very hard for him. Now, you can only be true when you are, in fact, honest. Are you honest with yourselves, ladies? Do you know that you you do have strengths and you do have weaknesses you do have needs you do have gifts there are certain things about yourself you might not be ready for a relationship right now are you high quality ask yourself this would you want to be in a relationship with you look at yourself throughout the day how do you interact with people how do you think how do you feel about people how do you feel about men and relationships What kind of work are you willing to do? Do you even want a permanent relationship? You have to be very specific with yourself. Know yourself. And then be honest and direct with men. But always be respectful and positive when you talk. If you need to calm down before you talk about whatever the issue is, then you need to take time for yourself. Know how to get yourself back into a high-quality state as a woman, then go back and say, okay, now we can talk about what the actual problem is. I'm going to be mature and respectful and positive and proactive. That means you are high quality. You are high yield. You are worth the investment. You are a treasure. Relationships are about three elements, both people that come to the relationship and what they create when they're together. Everybody in the world can create great things when they come together with others. You have to be high quality before you will attract high quality to yourself. This is Gabrielle Cardona. Thank you for listening to yours, mine, and ours.